We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist-pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Trump, Dammy, Trump, Dammy, Trump, Dammy. You are now listening to the Internal Affairs Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back. This is the Internal Affairs Podcast. Shout out to all my new subscribers, all my new listeners. Um, if, you're, if you're just getting acquainted with the podcast and you're not too familiar, let me give you a quick briefing and a uh, quick background on what we do here at the Internal Affairs Podcast. It's pretty much self-explanatory, you know what I mean? Like, we get down to the internal affairs, the core matters, the, the traumas and the wounds that we have within our, within us that cause us to act in a certain way, cause us to see the world in a certain way, and most importantly, see ourselves in a particular way. So, what we like to do is get to the root and the core, and the core of things and reverse engineer our wounds, our traumas, even our gifts and our abilities, and get a clear vision on it and um just pretty much remove all the distortion and um so that we can move on in a timely manner and get to our our higher selves our greater selves and get to our destiny and be who we're supposed to be and be proud about it and be and be able to feel comfortable with our own skin and express that so that's what we do here at the internal affairs podcast we're getting down to the get down um Oh yeah, shout out to my sister She just celebrated her uh, one year anniversary On the 28th of January Of her online boutique She been doing very well all year And It was crazy because We was able to all pull together As a family, even though we're Distant and we got social distancing Going on, everybody live in different States, but somehow we were able to all Pull together and put like a nice Tribute together for my sister Through a video and shout out to everybody that was able to, you know, make a video and, and help put that together and make a moment for her and celebrate her and, and her success because it's truly a reflection of when one person make it, it's like, yo, it's truly a reflection of what you can do. And when they come from close to home, to come from your family, you got to celebrate that. You can't just sweep that under the rug. You can't just let that day go by. I don't care if it's a birthday. Uh, your mother, your mom, your mom's Mother's Day. If somebody's here, you love them. You gotta let them know. So we we did a good job at doing that, and she just doing a great job. She just pure quality all the way around. Like 
Like I said, go log on to www.shopbloom7.com or follow on IG at shopbloom7. That's the number seven. And take a look around. You know, she got a lot of spiritual jewels going on. She got the necklaces, the all all uh with all the meanings, the Buddha, the Eye of Horus, the, the the Namaste, the Evil Eye. Um, and she just got a lot of good clothing, and she got great prices. That's the thing. Like she got great prices, and she just did a twenty percent off deal on her um on her anniversary, but. I gotta take my hat off to her Like she really inspired me She she inspired the whole family And like I said In 2021 we're gonna celebrate our wins Big and small So don't allow nobody to let you Make you feel like what you're doing Is not big because you're not getting a lot of views Or you're not getting a lot of accolades For it or a lot of mentions Because here's the thing And this is the same thing I told my sister It's not about how big you doing it You know what I mean She's doing it on a she, She's going at an unbelievable pace She's very successful She's a, a, a very savvy businesswoman. She care about what she do And she's actually Like Doing business Good business Making money And, and, and recouping and, and growing So The thing about it is this The wisdom you pick up when you're creating something and you don't know what you're doing and it's your first time around you gotta celebrate that wisdom you have to um, look at that as your win before everybody else notice it before you blow up before TMZ wanna see you and the paparazzi wanna see you you gotta look in the mirror and you gotta validate yourself and you gotta validate your efforts and your hard work and it's really more about the intentions that you're putting in and less about the results that come from it. And when you look at it from that aspect, because that's what we like to do here on the Internal Affairs Podcast, we like to look at where things are coming from. And um, more than we want to just always look out the window and just see where things are going and look too far in the future. We want to be careful. It's like making food. You don't want to just throw everything in the pot at one time. It's a certain order to it. But you, you got to take your time. You got to pay attention. You have to measure what you're putting in. So when you get the end result, you know, it, it's up to par. Up to your definition of what's good. You know what I mean? Of what's successful. So I feel like 2021 is a year application. I feel like it's a year where you just got to accept, accept who you are and be proud about it. And, um. Like I always say, that come with the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, let's get into the subject matter of the podcast. Finally, the price of fear. We're going to get into the definition and the origin of fear, and where you know where it come from. And I'm really blown away by the definition of fear. I had never looked it up, and I'm like, it's so layered, and it explains it so well. They gave a great definition, so we're going to get into that. We're going to get into some of the positive sides of fear and how it can help you. And we're going to get into just some of the core fears that we have. Man, fear fear is a motherfucker. Fear, you know, it, it'll cause you to fight. It'll cause you to flight. It'll cause you to uh, react. It, it can cause you to lose out on experiences and opportunities, relationships, because um, it's pretty much like seeing something that's not there. So... Let's get into it. Let's get into the definition and the origin of fear, right? So here's the definition of fear. An unpleasant feeling triggered 
by the perception of danger, real or imagined. Let me repeat that. An unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger, real or imagined. Now that's a short definition, but it's, to me, I look at it, I'm like, there was layers. So let's get into it step by step. Let's really dig into it. First and foremost, they said it's a, an unpleasant feeling. So let's break fear now. Let's just look at fear. Fear is just an, it's just a feeling. And it, the, to give a better description, it's an unpleasant feeling. It's uncomfortable, right? But it's just nonetheless, it's just a feeling. We make it real in our imagination and things of that nature. And sometimes you might be in danger, but for the most part, it's just a feeling, right? Triggered by the perception of danger. You got to stop at trigger because we already know. If you've been listening to the podcast, you already know. Anytime you're triggered, right? It's always stemming from where? The past, right? It's always stemming from a, a um, preconceived idea that you already have about something, somebody, someplace. Uh, maybe it's something you saw in a movie and now you saw it in real life. You already think you got your mind made up, so now you're scared. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, triggered, that's a heavy word in this definition. Triggered by the perception of danger, not danger itself, just the perception of danger. Because even when we're in danger, well, let me move along on the, on the, on the um, definition. The perception of danger, real or imagined, right? Nine times out of ten, ten a lot of times, ten times out of ten, right? Danger and the perception of danger is two different things. So it's like if you walk past an alleyway, you might hear a cat going through a garbage can. But fear can alarm you to feel like if somebody might be running up on you, you might um, about to get mugged or robbed or, or things of that nature and cause you to run or cause you to pull out a weapon and fight or whatever the case may be. But it's still a perception of danger. Even when you're in danger, something that's dangerous actually happened to you. A lot of times you don't really truly know how it started, how it ended, what happened, because fear will cause you to project more or less than what actually happened. That's why a lot of times when two people get into a situation, right, and they could be together, they could be allies, friends on the same team, and they could get in a car accident or, or, or something like that. They'll have two different stories, um, two different recollections of what happened. Why is that? Because they both dealing with two different levels of fear. And when we dealing with, anytime we dealing with fear, we're not dealing with the, dealing with reality and the moment of what's happening right in front of us. You get what I'm saying? So, it's a perception of danger. It could be real danger, but like I said, it's still a perception. It's not it. Real or imagined. Now let's talk about the imagine part, right? Because, for, for example, I talk to people all the time, man. A lot of times when people call out to me or dial my number, it's usually for advice on life or something I already have prior experience in. So, you know, a lot of times we're talking about our goals, our dreams, our aspirations, and things of that nature. And as I'm trying to encourage the person I'm talking to, and I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all been through this. You try to encourage somebody about something and, or get them a solution. And every time you get them a solution, they give you another problem. Excuse me. Or they give you another excuse for why they can't do what they do. And you just listen and watch this person imagine all, the, all of their limitations, all of their boundaries. But they're doing this to themselves through fear. 
This because this is what I. This, here's the thing about fear, right? It, it has. It's like a jurisdiction, and if you don't walk outside that boundary, that limitation, and that jurisdiction, then you'll never know what's outside of that, right? So through these conversations that I had with people, and even just watching people's decision making and their moves and their quality of life and, and, and their perception and perspective on life, right? I realized something. Most of us are not living. It's, it's, it's a very few of us that are actually living, and the rest of us are just behaving, behaving under the laws and jurisdiction of fear, right? Imagine, and in our imagination, imagining all of these boundaries, all of these limitations, um, and it, it, it causes you to be paralyzed or causes you to make a knee-jerk reaction and make the wrong decisions and things of that nature. So I realized that like people are not open to walking towards that fear because let's talk about the positive side of fear, right? First and foremost, a lot. let's talk about fear in the aspect of when you set a goal, when you have a dream, when you want to do something new, when you want to move and, and, and change, right? Okay, so fear is going to be there. We know that. Fear is something that you have to learn to live with. You have to learn to have a relationship with. And the positive side of that is this. When you're afraid to do something, and especially when it's something you want to do, when you want to do, um, like I said, fear is going to be there, and it's going to really be your guide to go through that threshold, that portal, that doorway to get to the, the next best version of yourself or, or to that goal or that thing that you want to do because anytime we facing the unknown anytime we facing change I don't care what it is you're going to feel some type of anxiety you're going to feel some type of second guessing your doubts and your all of your core issues and your internal affairs are going to start to bubble up to the surface because it's like oh shit we stepping into a new space I don't know about that space but the thing about fear is the fear be guiding you like it's right there you feel the resistance you feel the unpleasant feelings the the, the emotions of it and it teaches you it's a lot of wisdom in fear because when you're scared you gotta ask yourself what am i scared of and then when you figure that out you gotta ask yourself why the fuck am i scared right so it can be positive it can be a teacher if you learn to live with it and not a not let allow it to dictate Every move you make Every thought you think And every feeling you feel Right Um Like I remember This is This one I must have been In the 7th or 8th grade And maybe I never really told nobody This story Maybe one other person On this planet Might know this story Because it involves them That's my friend Vet My childhood friend From a long time ago Right So let me give y'all A quick story Because I'm gonna keep This podcast short Sweet And to the point and um, I'm going to get me a coffee. So yeah, when I was in, I was going out for the basketball team. I think it was I probably was in the seventh or eighth grade. And my friend Sylvester, um, he might not even remember this story, but I remember remember it vividly because it was one of my first times, like really dealing with anxiety and really dealing with fear and really just dealing with a heavy doubt of myself. Right. So. It's time for me to go out for the basketball team. It's that time of the year. So I've been playing ball in my in my neighborhood, in my backyard, and things of that nature. But I had never played for a team before. So Sylvester was on a on a basketball team two years prior to that. 
He was one of the youngest kids on the team. He had played since he was like in the sixth grade, and they don't even really let sixth graders play. He was that good, and so it was. It was our. It was our eighth grade year, to be exact. So anyway, I start doubting myself. I start thinking like, oh man, tryouts are coming. Am I even going to make the team? This is this is this is my view on myself and and dealing with fear and allowing fear to like bog me down and hold me down and and, and make me second guess myself and it kind of paralyzed me for a moment, right? So I'm having all of these doubts, all of these feelings of unworthiness and can I do it or, or whatever the case may be, right? So I went in, I went and confided in, in that. I'm like, man, yo, you think I'm gonna make the team? You know what you think? He looked at me like, is you crazy? You, you, you like the, one of the best players in the school. Of course you're going to make the team. You're going to play on the team. You're going to start. You're going to be on the starting lineup and everything. Now, let's stop right there. Now, look at my perception of myself dealing with fear and him having prior experience and having an objective view of me. He was able to, like, kind of shake me up out of it a little bit. Like, yo, you fucking, bro. Like, you nice. Like, you're good. Like, why do you even look at yourself like that type of thing, right? But that's the thing about fear. It can cause you to project something onto yourself and other people that's not there. Just like when you go to go to a movie theater, you're watching a big-ass screen on a blockbuster movie, but when you look back at the projector, the projector is so small, right? So because I had these um, internal wounds or whatever at a young age, and I ain't even really, I don't know where they came from at that time, and I don't really remember why I felt like that I'm like Now that I look back I'm like damn I was dealing with fear And anxiety And, and uh Doubts and unworthiness At a young age Right So um I had projected myself As just unworthy And not that good And doubted myself But he had a clear view on me And he was just telling me Like bro you straight Right So time went along It was time for practice I'm still nervous It's time for tryouts I'm still doubting myself And things of that nature and to go further to get to the end of the story, I wind up, of course, like he said, being in the starting lineup, I was the co-captain, me and him was co-captains together, <laughs> so I was the leader of the team, right? And then when the season became, came on, I, I was playing scared, I was playing with doubts, but I was still going through it, I, I, I still played my game. You are now listening to the Internal Affairs Podcast. And, and, and allowed myself to coexist with fear, right? first game did well I surprised myself second game did even better I surprised myself and others right third game I'm just selling now it's like a ride it's like riding a bike it's like nothing it's like I did this before to the point where I became the leader scorer on the team probably in the whole district and everything and it just was like wow the thing about it is this this is my point I was great I was great already I was perfectly fine already it was already there The greatness was already there The skill was already there I just had a Looking through the perception of In my imagination Of fear That I had a distorted view on myself And that distorted view on myself Did cause me to do things That I wouldn't have usually done In confidence It caused me to Make late passes Make Not take certain shots in the game And I had to learn how to play through that fear I had to learn how to coexist with it And move along And from that point on, I just became better and better, more confident and more confident. And of 
course, it happened again in high school. I had doubts. I, I had doubts in college, but since I had already understood that I have to live with fear, I have to learn how to build and cultivate a relationship with fear and not allow it to be something that I'm afraid of and something that I run away from and something that um, makes me rush to make decisions. I had to understand that fear is a teacher. Fear can be positive. Fear is not, there's nothing wrong with being scared or wrong with being afraid. And in the society we live in, in the culture we live in, especially here in America, it's shunned upon to be scared. It's shunned upon to be fear or express that. Um, to, 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 to be, to be dealing with fear or anxiety or anything like that. It, it, it's like shunned upon to say that to somebody or confide in somebody. So we cover it up. We all be acting like we big, bad, and we, we ain't scared of nothing. But like I always say, it's always going to come out in a rinse. You can, you can, you can talk a good one. I have people talk to me all the time about what they, what they want to do and what they going to do. Like I said, and once they hit that boundary, that limitation, um, that's imagined in their mind. They're not going outside the jurisdiction of fear. They're not going to break that law. So they uphold the law of fear and it, it causes them. So let's talk about some of the core fears and some of the things that it can cost you. Because this is the price of fear and it is costly, right? So. Fear can cause you self-realization and authenticity, right? What do I mean by that? Um, self-realization and authenticity go hand in hand. What is self-realization? Self-realization is just realizing who you are right now at this moment. Good, bad, ugly, right? And being able to have compassion for yourself, being able to accept it, and also being able to be proud and loud about it in some shape or form, right? Be able to deal with all of the, uh, you know, how, you know, not caring about what others think about you, not caring what other people say about you, just realizing like I am who I am and I accept myself. That's self-realization, and that moves into authenticity. Because anytime you realize who you are, anytime you're happy with who you are, you can't wait to express that. You can't wait to poke your chest out and just be who you are and be comfortable in your own skin. And that, that, that shit really help other people And give people permission to be themselves That's why I feel like it's important That we just be who we are Be whole It ain't about being perfect It's about being holistic It's about just being like Yo, I got fucked up ways too I might stutter sometimes too I mess up, I do this, I do that And be be able to show that you flawed And not be try, not try to hide it Because when you try to hide it Like I said, it's going to come out in the rinse anyway So um, like I said, yeah, authenticity want to be proud about who you are you're you you're one of one you got a a certain look a certain way you dress a certain way you sound that's you nobody else could be you so you got to show up as you and um fear can cause you that though worry about what other people think worry about what other people say worry about how everything gonna turn out um imagine the things that are not even there let's move along because i want to i didn't want to make this podcast too long Lately, I've been putting out 50 minute podcasts and I'm trying to kind of keep it short for y'all a little bit. Um, fear can cost you your dreams and your destiny. And I pretty much spoke on that a little earlier. Like, 
because of this imagined boundary, this imagined limitation, all of these things you telling yourself you can't do and you projecting onto yourself. And a lot of times it could cause you to project this onto others and, 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 and see limitations in others and just have this distorted worldview and view and, and distorted view of yourself. I need my coffee. I'm stuttering like crazy on this podcast. Um, so yeah, it can cause you your dreams and your destiny because anytime you're living through the lenses of fear and um, have, um looking at everything with the perspective of fear, you're not aligned with your destiny. You can't be because your destiny don't got nothing to do with a distorted view of fear. When you live in your destiny, you have a clear view of who you are. You have a clear view of where you're going. It might be obstacles there. It might be people that try to stop you. It might be some hiccups, but you're going to have a knowing. You're going to have a clear knowing of who you are and where you're headed. And you're going to know how to, you're going to always know how to navigate that. But um, if you don't deal with fear in a healthy way, like I said, and and learn how to coexist with it, it's going to take you out of alignment with your dreams and your destiny. Your, Your dream's going to start looking like a nightmare. Your, your destiny is going to start feeling like you lost And you, you out of place and you don't know where you're going And it's, it's only because You're imagining yourself In the wrong way You're seeing yourself as limited You're seeing yourself As less than you are Like I just told you in the story Like I, I saw myself as like not that good of a basketball player So you know somebody had to help me out And be like nah you good and, I, and not only that I had to walk towards that fear And face that fear to understand No that, that's not real I'm real I'm here I'm right now And um, I'm capable You know what I mean But it was only to meet that fear and, 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 and come into union with the fear itself That I would eventually know How good I could do So yeah you ain't reaching your dreams Or your destiny your GPS all off, all fucked up. It's all wrong. It's all distorted by fear. Let's move along. This is uh, right piggybacking off of dreams and destiny, opportunities and success. Um, fear could cause could cost you opportunities and success. Sometimes you want, like I like I just said about the basketball thing with me, cause you not to even want to try. Cause you to feel like you don't fit the um bill. Cause you to feel like you're not having success Like I spoke on success earlier Success is by your own definition And your own efforts And how you see value It's all about your perspective And when you're dealing with fear In an unhealthy way Your perspective is going to be distorted It's going to be off And it's going to, it can cause you to Not even see opportunities When opportunities are right in front of you Because you don't have the right vision You're looking through the eyesight And the glasses And the perspective of fear and you could even be successful with so many people that deal with this on a daily basis rich people billionaires trillionaires they deal with feeling like they're not successful looking at other people for validation to tell them that they're successful because they're looking at it through a distorted lens it's look they could feel they could be warren buffett or somebody that's got billions and billions and just feel like the, the, the most unsuccessful person in the world Let's move along though Fear can cause you Your awareness What do I mean by that I I know people And I didn't hear people say this Out loud They say I don't want to know all the bad things in the world I don't really want to know what's going on I don't want to be in enough 
So because you're afraid of the world you live in, because you're afraid of yourself and you don't know yourself, right? It causes you to neglect information, neglect new things, not be aware of what's going on internally and externally, right? And because of that, your bubble is small. You stay in a small world. Your world is ruled by what? Of course, what we talking about? Fear. You stay inside the confines of fear, um, the jurisdiction of fear, and it rules your life. And because of that, you don't get to venture out and broaden your horizons and change and experience new things because your fear of being aware of the good, the bad, and the ugly of the world that you live in and yourself. Let's move along. Fear can cause you love and intimacy. It can cause you to not be able to accept love, to not be able to give love, to um, not be able to be intimate and allow others to be intimate with you. This is something I still deal with to this day. That's like my core wound right here. So I know this all, all too well. Um, when it comes to love, when you got the fear of like, Somebody gonna do you dirty or that happened in the past because it's a trigger. Like we all like like the definition said, it's a trigger. So you always reverting back to the past or you always going to a, um, a preconceived idea of what's going on or what might happen. So because of that, when you get in love relationships, you don't wanna be intimate. You don't wanna allow nobody to be intimate. You actually view intimacy as a threat. You view love as a threat. And it all go back to your unhealthy relationship with fear because like i said let's not just throw fear under the bus fear is a positive thing but we have to learn balance we have to learn how to live with it and not let it just consume us let's move along though loss this is a big one for me and this is a big one for a lot of people that uh have grown up in poverty poverty stricken areas grown up in um you know the hood urban areas whatever you want to call it and just ain't really have the necessities or only had the necessities of life right we deal with this all the time once we reach a new level once we go outside the boundaries of just surviving we don't know what to do we get up a little bit we get a little extra check we get a little extra dollar in the bank you know everything going good and all we looking around the corner is like oh shit when's something wrong gonna happen when's something bad gonna happen when is the rug gonna get swept from under my feet and this is something that, like I said, billionaires, millionaires, trillionaires, successful people deal with the fear of loss all the time. Fear of loss of their life, their loved ones, their marriage, their business, their uh, reputation. And this can cause them to want to hoard their belongings, want to be too attached to their relationships and, and, and just make distorted decisions because of their unhealthy relationship with fear. Let's move along though. Everybody, this is something everybody got. We all got a fear of being inadequate. That just go back to just feeling like unworthy, like damn, maybe I just can't do it. But even sometimes when you feel like you can't do something, you'll never know unless you try. That's why I always say, man, we're going to get in this rocking chair and it's either going to be a comfortable rocking chair or it's going to be very uncomfortable. And, and that's going to be dictated by did you seize the moment? Did you go for what you want? Did you live your life how you wanted to live? Or did you just behave? If you behave, you're going to sit on your rocking chair and have resentment and regret about what you wish you could have, should have, did. So, um, 
And lastly, freedom and free will. People have a fear of being free and don't know it. People have a fear of making decisions and they don't know it. And this is what we deal with on a collective level to to an extreme extent because we living in a fucked up system that is not benefiting none of us. It's actually taking away from all of us, right? It's feeding off us, right? But because we are afraid of our freedom and our own free will, we feel that we need a government. We feel that we need a teacher. We feel that we need a leader for our own lives to tell us what to do, where to go, where to eat. Every time something go wrong, we like, yo, what y'all going to do? Y'all going to, like, you know, tell us what to do or y'all going to help us out, right? Like, look what we're dealing with right now with the pandemic and, uh, and social distancing and things of that nature. The government, the president, all of that, your mayors, all your officials have failed you, have failed you, right? You're, you're, you're living in crazy circumstances right now, and you're still calling out, help, we need help, we need somebody to come save us, whether it's a religious um, figure that you got, you imagine that you um, believe in, or whatever the case may be, but you're looking for some form of safety, security, and stability but it's coming from outside yourself So you'll never truly feel stable, secure And um, grounded You'll never feel like that Until you Take the responsibility And the accountability That come with, with being free And having your free will It come with responsibility And that's the fear The heavy, deep-rooted fear I feel like as a collective We have Because there's no way in the world That a system that's fucked up Constitution that's fucked up. We're not gonna change that. We just gonna keep playing musical chairs and getting a different new face in there and fighting over who's going to control and run this fucked up system that's not beneficial to myself and none of us, right? Why would we allow that to happen? Because we gotta be scared of our own risk to having our own responsibility of our own freedom and free will. And that's the deep one. That's very deep And that's something Everybody gotta deal with On a micro level Through their life in general As an individual And then we have to address it On a collective level Because there's no reason why You should feel like you need A mentor or somebody To tell you how to live life When life is right here in front of you Um, And and, and not You know it's, it's good to get advice You know I'm giving you advice right now But my thing is When you need a teacher, when you feel like you need a leader, when you feel like you need to follow somebody, man, that's not what we're doing here, not on, not on Creators District, not on, not an internal affairs podcast, we're not, we ain't, we ain't doing that, we're taking accountability and responsibility for the good and the bad and the ugly of our lives, and we just gonna stand on it, and um, I feel like that's what I'm here to do, so, cause the price of fear is very, very costly, and it can cost you a whole lifetime, man, it could cost you, like I said, your destiny, your dreams, like, reaching your, your wildest goals, and, and being able to just be a value to yourself and others, so yeah, like, you gotta ask yourself, what price are you willing to pay, and I think I harped on that enough, I'm about to go get this coffee i'ma holla at y'all on the next one. one you are now listening to the internal affairs podcast
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.